0: your turn to be afraid. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up the spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast. Thank you for joining us here on Nerds from the Crypt, the podcast where we review uh, your favorite and sometimes not so favorite horror movies. We also interview indie creators about their ongoing and upcoming Kickstarter campaigns as always my co-host hello it's me it's Greg Gregory and welcome back to uh young intern master David
1: it's me I'm back still the intern as ever with us
0: technically second time two times (laughs) technically second time uh Jeff burrant did i say that your last name uh, yeah yeah again? you can
2: throw a little you in there jeff Burant.
0: burrant okay mm-hmm. um how are you doing today jeff
2: i'm good uh it is uh i i woke up early i you know we peek behind the curtain we recorded what six weeks ago baby <laughs> yes yes <laughs> and i was like young bright shipper pre-kickstarter jeffrey burant and now i'm like in the trenches of of kickstarter
1: you're starting (laughs) to look down
2: and and grizzled (laughs) and cynical um so yeah different demeanor Yes, i'm saying you're starting to look like greg now oh yeah sorry about that (laughs) my beard fell off It, it, it did it really uh, yeah, it fell off, so I look like you now. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, I mean, like sometimes, sometimes running a Kickstarter makes you go a little Kickstarter crazy. So you just do things because it's like, I'm just stressing out. I gotta get rid of this hair. So Uh, yeah, I haven't had that. I'm just so addicted to my phone right now, like more than I already was. It's like constant (laughs) validation, you know, because you're constantly getting retweeted. It's all like happening. Money's coming in. But now money doesn't have a value to me. It's just a number on a screen. Like, do it. Get there. Get there. (laughs) It's intense. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, you're. But as of (laughs) as of today, the 21st, um, you you still have 10 days to go. Yes. And uh, you're only two hundred dollars away.
2: I know it's it's so. and it's somewhat maddening, and you become ungrateful. Like, why can't we just get that extra two hundred dollars? <laughs> when you realize it's people like you know exchanging uh, uh, money for goods, and the, <laughs> <laughs> and you just can't get there. But uh, uh, yeah, it's been it's been an eye opener, and I, um, I, I I have enjoyed it. Like, it is exhausting, but it's kind of a, this odd th- 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 sitting thrill.
0: So I do want to go ahead and and put that. So we, t- we talked about it. We, we briefly mentioned it. We recorded it six weeks ago on, uh, for this particular episode. And then, uh, you know, sat on it for a little bit to, to allow the Kickstarter to start. And then when I started to edit, the uh, file was corrupted. What? And it was, <laughs> it was gone. Um, but, you know, luckily we're well, able I- to do it again.
2: And I should say the Kickstarter is for a comic book called Killer Bad. And you yes. can go to KillerBad.com. We'll take you directly to our almost funded Kickstarter.
0: Yes. So just to catch everybody up, and especially for those that didn't hear, because we're the only three that will ever hear it, um, who, uh, who is Jeffrey Burant?
2: Uh, I'm a writer Uh, we were talking about um, in my uh, Brooklyn apartment Uh, all of a sudden my uh, almost four-year-old is sitting next to me here on the bed watching me Um, uh, so uh, yeah so I'm a writer and musician uh, living in New York Uh, I write uh, mostly comic books Uh, my band is Americans UK um we're a a sci-fi rock band um we're we're not much in operation much anymore but i think we're gonna have um an ep come out uh next year um but uh yeah and so i wrote this comic book this superhero horror comic book called killer bad with um artist jason gungor um and we're trying to fund on
0: kickstarter how long have you been in the comic book industry
2: um my first comics were published by Details magazine. I want to say in 2006, which is probably right around the same time I also got a contract with Oni Press to publish mm. my book, Odd Schnnaws and the Odd Squad," which then took um, like eight years to produce.) <laughs> um, Uh, seriously no joke (laughs) uh i was like yeah i came out of i moved to new york to go to grad school i have a mfa in uh, fiction writing and so right out of grad school i was at a a party uh, with an editor at details who knew i liked comic books and she had just seen uh sin city and was like running up to me she's like i want to do a thing like sin city and that became uh it ran a comic book that was an ad for Amstel light that ran for three uh, issues in details magazine. And so that was my nice. first uh, comics work and probably the best I've been paid. Uh, it was like uh three six seven it's like 21 panels and i made about two thousand dollars it was insane um (laughs) uh yeah i don't think that's ever gonna happen again (laughs) it was was mag it was advertisement work oddly enough you know um and then uh yeah. And then I got the, shortly after that, I pitched Ajnaz and, and uh, based on just uh, a script, just writing, you know, no artist attached. And then it took a long time to, we got an artist and that artist flake, and then we got Dennis Culver and he was amazing. Um, and here we are now. So that was, that was like, what, a a long time ago. And then I started self-publishing America's UK comics in about 2007. Um, so, uh, so yeah, those were the sci-fi adventures of, of my rock band and, uh, yeah, I just keep doing it.
0: So Killer Bad. Yes. Oh yeah. Let's jump right into it. Yes. Who is involved in, in this project?
2: So, uh, artist Jason Gongor, uh, he's an Australian artist, uh, who lives in Brooklyn now where we met, um, yeah and has a studio with uh, Dean Hasfield. That's how we met also uh, through Dino. And, um, uh, and then Jeff Powell is our uh, letterer and designer extraordinaire. You've seen his work all over the place. Like he does all of the recommender image stuff. He does all the TKO stuff and that's including like trade design and, and more than just lettering. Like he does all their design. Um, He worked in the Marvel trades department for like a decade. So he's a, He's a, a very valuable uh, part of the team and so it's the three of us um yeah we made uh it's you know it's killer bad it's going to be three issues um each issue is a done in one story um that takes place uh, 20 to 30 years apart from the previous entry um so they're all like interconnected with characters and and, and plot threads but each one is um you know uh tells its own story we're thinking of them more like uh sequels than issue numbers you know Mm -hmm. Uh, so it'll be killer bad killer bad two killer bad three um and then so each one is a superhero comic but through the lens of a different horror genre and so killer bad one is the slasher flick so it tells the story of uh it takes place in 1995 so it's um you know it presents itself as a 90s comic um and uh, it tells the story of the six, the sick squad six uh, g- uh, traveling to an island to recover, uh, you know, a powerful object. And then they are soon uh, picked off one by one by a super powered slasher serial killer. So this first one is the mashup between a superhero comic and a slasher flick.
0: So awesome.
2: Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Cute so, a combo. yeah. Yeah. So if you want to see good looking, super powered people get uh, murdered in terrible ways, we're, we're the book for you. It's 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 first of all, it's beautiful looking. Jason Gungor's artwork uh, looks simply fantastic. He's doing this like uh, this painted style where it looks like the side of um, Capcom versus X-Men on the 90s coin uh, you know, uh, standing arcade, so it, it's just a beautiful looking book, uh, and I'm really excited. I, you know, I'm pretty confident we're going to fund at 200 bucks away, and so I'm excited we're going to get to print up this book and send it out.
0: I'm I'm more than confident you're you're, you're going to fund, uh, with only being like I said, only 200 dollars away. Some people will wait till the very last second to to um, to right 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 fund, yeah. So close, close. <laughs> so close. it's <laughs> oh, killing me. <laughs> so let's talk about the the characters in this in this uh project. Sure. Um if you want to talk about them in in the in any particular order or um... No,
2: well obviously Warwound uh comes to mind first. He's uh, our protagonist uh in all this and kind of our view into the Sixth God 6 because he's a rookie on the team. So I guess he's our kitty pride. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know so you know we came up with a lot of these characters jason and i were um discussing another project and kind of bouncing we started talking about our love of uh 90s comics and those that first wave of, you know the image uh, uh founders uh, first wave of books um and so uh, we had both had some like old ideas, like I was able to kind of cannibalize one of my first comic book ideas from that actual time when I was like in, you know, in Austin in like, I don't know, 94, 95. And so I was able to cannibalize some of that he had some like, you know, he'd come up with his own 90s names like War Wound, Uh, I believe. And then the break speed character, I was able to pull from another who's our speedster. And so we had all these, you know, ridiculous names and he had some character designs already and we came up with some names and he created character designs to go with them. And then with those wild names and looks comes, okay, what's their power set? And and so everything uh, started to build that way. Um, And so War Wound is, uh, he has unique powers. He, uh, his blood is infused with uh, voodoo infused nanites um so anything uh you any physical harm you cause to him actually happens to you so uh if you cut him you bleed in the spot that where you tried to cut him uh, it's his power um and so he's our you know this team the six squad six is their kind of a team of, of outlaw superheroes uh a la x-force uh or the boys mm-hmm. um in, in fact our our part of our log line is this is friday the 13th meets the boys and you know and so they're all kind of like grizzled badasses who um are jerks to each other much like uh the zero boys uh the, <laughs> the, the film the, the film uh, that
0: for now is lost uh, yeah, yeah yeah lost
2: <laughs> <to the internet>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and so uh, so that's War Wound, he's, and he's the rookie on the team, so we kind of get introduced to their world through him. We've got Break Speed. He's their, the handsome team leader uh, who is a speedster. Uh, he's got a cool kind of like Dark Hawk meets Cyclops helmet and visor thing going on in like the classic 90s leather jacket over a superhero suit. Um, we have Ice Baby, who is a Dutch ninja <laughs> with ice powers. Um Her line is, uh, she'll steal your lyrics, then freeze your heart. Um, (laughs) uh, We've got uh, Death Cheater. Um, He is uh, a badass who cheats death. You can't kill him. Um, and that's about the extent of his powers. But so uh, <laughs> he has, uh, and he immediately has beef with War Wound. So you know he gets up all in his face, calling him a rookie and and all that. So they've got some strife. Um, who else we got? Oh, we've got Gigantic, um, which uh, is uh, a little person who turns into a giant purple person to uh, smash things, as it were. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah. and, and, you know, we're going to do one of the things uh, we're creating uh, for the Kickstarter is we have the Process Junkies, uh, which is going to come with a Process Junkie PDF. And so we're going to have annotations. And one of those annotations would be the Pixies song, Gigantic. So this thing is because it takes place in the 90s. There's this ah. textural level of we're constantly have <laughs> 90s culture embedded in, like, in, in every panel of this comic. We're constantly uh referencing it um i did lots of like lyrical sound to songs so t- to get around the copyright issue but if you're in the know you'll probably know what i'm referencing mm-hmm. um and uh so yeah we're gonna have the process junkie who, who who else is on the team we've got a we've got a a, a guy that's dead from the start mastermind jeopardy he's kind of like our arcade <laughs> character he he's the, owns the island that's and he he like stroked out at the controls a week ago, like just you know, just died suddenly. And so that's why they're the six squad six, they're like, okay, now we can go get this powerful artifact that ran all of his stuff because he just died. But but he's left all of his his uh his defense systems, which are mutant panthers and samurai robots. Uh he's left them that's running. Awesome. So yeah, so the six squad six arrives, they start fighting those, and then the the slasher starts doing his thing. I, we... I think I could I could think at least five of the six squad six there. <laughs> That's good enough for now.
0: Do we uh, get to know more about the slasher?
2: Um I yeah, I don't want to have ha- have too many spoilers, but he's in it a lot. And let's just say um uh he 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 would come back too for, for sequels.
0: Awesome. Interesting <laughs> so sold <laughs> So let's talk about the the actual uh, pro, uh, campaign. Yes, like I said before, there as, as of today, there's uh, ten days left, and yes, uh, to, only two hundred dollars to to go ahead and 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 get funded. So we are more, yeah. more than confident that this is going to happen. Uh, yes, so what can people still uh, pledge on and and get you know a little bit of of that uh, killer bad?
2: Well, piece. we'd love for people. I think you know. If, if you want to just try us out, we, you can get a digital copy of the comic we're going to make for three bucks. So, which is super cool, and you even get an American's UK song. We we gave, everyone gets copies of the song that we put in our in our in our video. Nice. Um, um So uh, you get so you can at least get the comic for three bucks if you're totally unsure. Obviously, we're trying, the whole point of this campaign is to make print copies, and we want to sell print copies. We have two covers. We have the regular cover by Jason Gungor, uh, which depicts War Wound kind of coming at us uh, through um, a mass of uh, said Samurai robots and Mutant Panthers. And then we have um, our Kickstarter exclusive cover, and that's what we would like everyone to go get. Because it is uh, an amazing recreation of the Friday the 13th movie poster by artist Paul Shirovino, but it depicts um, our characters instead and our logo instead. Uh, And it's a really good looking cover. And when you get that cover, you get Jason's original cover. You're actually getting two prints of the comic. Uh, The print comic will have an extra nine pages not available to to the digital level, uh, which will include uh, back matter like... um, character character profiles um and um our our first uh, mini comic that we printed up um originally then handed out at the uh baltimore comic con a couple years ago so you'll get to see the comic art for that the black and white art for that which um you know has some like severe design changes i don't know it's a like cool kind of behind the scenes uh back matter for for this comic Um, so yeah, we'd love everyone to pledge at the, at at that, that print level, that higher print level. I also want to say we have one commission spot left for, for Jason Gungor. He does, uh, you know, you'll get, uh, uh, 11 by 15 or not? I don't. Uh, I forget the size right now. But standard uh, print size, uh, original black and white art, whatever character you want—your indie original comics character, your uh, or uh, you know a pop culture favorite—you'll um, get a highly detailed. Uh, you know, uh, if you go to, to our Instagram or Twitter right now, we've got some samples. Uh, He has a we put up an awesome spawn of his and an awesome Batman and uh, uh, the Phoenix Joker. Uh, So I want to sell that last commission spot, you know, (laughs) we did three. We only listed four because we don't we need Jason to start to work on killer Bad Two like immediately. And, you know, obviously these commissions take time. And so we've got one left. But, yeah, I've run out of steam on that one. and I don't even know what I'm talking about <laughs> anymore.
0: Let me, let me go through real quick because, actually, as we were talking, I actually um, backed here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. I was play. Play. A little bit, yeah. bit short. You're, you're a little bit closer. A little bit closer. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I and I, I, I can't wait to, since I, now I have my um, – own little office i can actually put stuff up um i'm I'm waiting for that killer bed uh poster cool 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 yeah that looks that looks awesome i think last time we talked about it we were like man that that looks really awesome Uh, especially especially since it's an the homage to the to fred Mm -hmm. yeah
2: if you if you i kind of reordered things at some point on the kickstarter once we uh had had uh sold so much of our stuff and really pumped up the retailer stuff Mm -hmm. But if you scroll down, you can see we posted the original art, the original art uh, that Paul created for that poster. It's truly beautiful. It's just like the silhouette part with all the lush greenery inside. And you can see you can also give an insight on what's digital and what was hand drawn and all of that.
0: Uh, What else do we want to go ahead and and highlight on Killer Bad? well
2: uh oh you got to check out our video at the very least um we we recreated Uh, for shot um uh, levi's 501 jeans commercial uh from like i think it's like 1992 as directed by spike lee starring rob life
0: was uh david born yet by that uh
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh, i was born in 95 but uh (laughs) Uh, I've seen all these videos. I'm a huge fan from working with Greg and uh just being a fan of the the work of those guys. I've seen all those videos. I didn't know Spike Lee directed it, so I'm gonna go back and rewatch that video now. But yeah, that's his um, hand and voice
2: of you know, when he points and says, you know, who and who is this? That's yeah, his hand.
1: I mean, it's one of my favorite. I mean, you know, talking on the podcast, Greg and I run a few Kickstars like this is like one of the best trailers for a comic Kickstarter I've seen. This is like really well done. Thank
2: you, thank you. Um, one of my good friends is uh, named Darren Morano. He's an amazing filmmaker. We've made a lot of uh, fantastic music videos together. Mm-hmm. and So I tapped him on the shoulder for this. Um, I mean, there's little things you would never know. Like in our video, there's a window behind me uh, and we filmed it in a studio with no windows. Whoa that's how digitally uh, that's all, that's
0: all, yeah that's how the, 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 the if you,
2: it, yeah if you watch our videos at americans-uk.com you can see some of those uh, techniques at work where we fight you know robots and stuff flying yeah. planes they are amazing videos mm-hmm. i i watched them and they are fantastic news people go uh, awesome <laughs> thank you yeah we're uh the americans uk on youtube i think there's one that isn't on our website that's uh on youtube just cuz i never ported it over and i think we are going to we've got three songs on just the edge of being finished uh, that just need to be yeah. like final mix pass and master and so I think we'll, we'll probably get together next year and make another uh, one of those, one of those fantastic videos with, with Darren I just got to, I just need to tell him that this is happening <laughs> uh, but yeah so the videos check out the video check out that video
0: as far as um, the future you already told us that it's going to be at least three um, mm three i want i don't want to say uh issues but three episodes i guess or three parts yeah Uh, anything above and beyond that that you you have planned or is you're gonna Mm -hmm. let it go from there
2: we definitely have i definitely have broad ideas of what would happen in a four and a five um but for now so first three issues are fully scripted and all breakdowns are finished. So we're kind of poised to just keep chugging along. I don't think for issue two, I think Jason would relinquish coloring uh, because so each one he's going to be doing in a different style also uh, to kind of match uh, the content and the time frame of the book. Um, and so for the second one, um, we're going to hire a colorist and I think that will uh, make things go quicker painting these painting these pages has has taken a lot of
0: time i can imagine i can imagine yeah Uh, looks like um our good friend linden white he does that uh, that kind of painting look on his stuff and uh, yeah it it takes a long long time
2: (laughs) well and with digital i think there's you know a tendency to constantly uh correct just keep correcting yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's never a finished version i'm like it's finished it's finished it looks great <laughs> let's, go, let's go
1: it can uh, always be better let's yeah. just change this uh, <laughs> more blood
0: more yeah. blood it? yeah um any other any other projects uh coming from you or from your team that you uh, i you do know?
2: there's one I, I have one with uh my good friend sean von gorman um he he and I have a sci-fi horror book that I can't, I can't really talk about yet. Um, It hasn't been announced. And so, um, but yeah, I've got a book uh, coming through a publisher uh, early next year, sci-fi horror. Um, And then I've also got some anthology work that will be uh, hitting Kickstarter soon. I've got Hmm. one in the, the twisting time anthology. Um, and with artist Taylor Love, who just uh funded a book called The Great Barrier West, I believe, where it's like a cowboy's outlaw story, but the the, they're sharks, the main characters are sharks. It looks really cool. I i funded it, I mean, I didn't fund it, I i i pledged and cannot wait to get this book because I he had he and I. I think became friends on LinkedIn first, which I don't think ever happens, <laughs> uh, but somehow it did for us. Uh, uh, I think that's right. And so uh, I really loved his work and cannot wait for this uh, this comic. And so I asked him, to, he drew a four pager with me, uh, with, you know, and it's all twisting time anthology. It's all going to be time travel based stories Um, And then I have another story I'm so excited about uh, with artist Pierre Rosé, who is I feel like I won the lottery. We got paired up um, for Containment Breach 2, uh, which they ran a successful Kickstarter last year uh, that they like during uh, kind of, I think, inspired by and during the pandemic. And then they had success with it. So they're doing a sequel but this one, the theme is just uh, I believe it's either mythology or legend, something very broad like that. And we got to tell the story, uh, and it was a really cool process. So you got you just you just gave your credentials. That was your submission. Like I didn't even have to submit a story. And then so they picked everybody and built the teams, paired them off. So I got paired with Pierre Rose, couldn't be happier. Um, we're making stuff together now because um he's so good I, I was like not gonna let him go um and uh but so you came up with a prompt as a team and then passed that prompt on to the next team and that's what they were supposed to write about myth or legend through that lens or however you want to think of it mm-hmm. and so that was really fun and then the script was due like I don't know, two or three weeks later. So it was very fast and fun. And it was like a, just a really cool exercise. And we have a story called The Last Fae um, about post-apocalyptic cyber fairies, you know, in the end times. Nice. And so that's an eight and pager and I'm, I'm psyched. I'm trying to wrap
0: my mind around it. <laughs> <laughs> anytime fairies. Anytime it's uh, it's, it's
2: going to be an Americans UK song too, because that's oh, right
0: nice. up i've decided so at any time that uh these projects start coming to kickstarter just let me know and okay uh, bring along some yeah. friends
2: <laughs> yeah definitely definitely for uh definitely for the sci-fi horror one. Um, oh yeah and, uh i'd love to come on for that uh and yeah definitely too uh i i could, i should also maybe make some introductions um you know for the editors of said uh projects and maybe they can connect with you
0: I mean, um, seven times out of 10, uh, Greg knows somebody in that, in that um, anthology. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how many times I've I've like, hey, you know, I, I tap I tap somebody for, for an interview this weekend. And I'm like, oh, who? And Greg asked me who. And I tell him. And then he's like, oh, I know that guy. So. Well, anthologies
2: <laughs> are great because sometimes you end up like I've been in anthologies with jim lee and jk rowling and oh, stan wow. lee and all this and just as like a total rando and you're like huh, my work appeared alongside these people it's pretty cool and exciting sometimes
0: Absolutely. you can always put collaborated with yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well <laughs> credentials <laughs>
2: just got elevated put it on <laughs> LinkedIn. Uh, <Yeah>. uh, technically <laughs> i could say i'm a new york times bestseller because of one of those anthologies because of the love is love anthology which was you know, all, uh, run by Mark and Draco, oh, yeah. and all the proceeds went to uh, the victims of the Pulse uh, shooting tragedy in Florida, a load of those many years ago. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, you know, and so I, yeah, that, I got into that with uh, the previously mentioned Sean von Gorman, and yeah, it was you know Jim Lee was in there, J.K. Rowling was in there, and that, and it all went to this you know great cause. They uh, Mark raised a lot of money for those families. It was really, uh, really powerful thing.
1: Yeah, well, wow, that's such a small world. Um, so we're, I'm based out of Portland, but one of our our good friends, Justin Zimmerman, was in that collection as well, and he was pushing it everywhere when it was coming out. Yeah, I've read that cool. countless times. That's awesome.
2: Well, you live if you're in, you're you're in Portland also.
1: Yeah, I mean, you live in
2: one of the comics making hubs, so I like, <laughs> like you know uh, it's it's easy to know someone who works in in comics if you're in comics i think you know in portland and in new york and in L- la i would say right probably the main yeah. three
1: i work at one of the comic shops in town so we get you know bendis and buziak coming through all the time so it's sure a cool place yeah to yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah nice uh,
1: um well we haven't asked this yet but since this is the the theme of our, our podcast we see the i mean uh the phenomenal friday the 13th uh Uh, pin up but besides that were there any other um, uh, horror or scary movies growing up comics that inspired you and your team to to create this story? Well uh,
2: so yes I mean it's very the comic aspect I think we the influences are on our sleeve. Um, uh, Liefeld, Mark Silvestri, uh eric larson todd mcfarland jim lee horror stuff like so i was a very scared little kid i very i remember very distinctly gremlins came out in what 85 i want to say 86 so i would have been uh like 11 and go i remember running out i never saw a gremlin i went to the theater with my mom And we get to the scene where the doctor or scientist drops a Snickers on the floor and it rolls under the refrigerator where there's a gremlin (laughs) and I didn't even, you know, it's directed really well at the tense moment and I just bolted out of there. My mom and her boyfriend find me. Uh, later the next theater over but daring not to go through the doors because I didn't know you could just walk in to any theater you wanted at that age <laughs> appearing watching splash through the, the little clear parts on the door on my tiptoes um, so I was a very scared kid I'm like 12 years old couldn't do gremlins and uh, but it, I think it was Nightmare on Elm Street 3 that really broke that for me because it would just play on loop on HBO or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, on cable. And it was like, because it was teens and they were basically superheroes in that, and Freddy was funny, that's what like I, mm. like, I could get into horror. That and the movie, I used to love the movie uh, April Fool's Day. Oh,
1: that,
2: I that kind of spoof. I don't know. That, those, those early movies taught me that I, I liked gore a lot and that I could handle that actually scary movies uh, aren't very scary. Um, For the rest of the series, you know, this is a slasher flick, so obviously it's very Friday the 13th-inspired, very Halloween-inspired. I've been listening to this podcast called With Gorley and Rust, which are two popular comedians and writers uh, in LA talking about? It started just with slasher flicks, and so I bet it's caused me to watch more of those slasher movies to participate in the podcast more. You know, as as we do. Um, uh and so that was definitely like a timely thing that was happening while we were producing this book so i'm sure all those slasher movies kind of infused it and then our our next one is like a revenge uh a revenge story and then the third book is going to be uh i've also been uh reading uh slowly reading dracula and Mm uh it it is um you know, i I used to really be into the classics as a kid, and now uh, I don't have time for them. But anyway, so our third issue is 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 it's is Gothic horror, yeah. uh, you know, but also uh, just like Spawn is sort of Gothic horror, but like influenced visually by by Spawn, obviously, and, and uh, a key frankly. So, um, uh, and then uh, so yeah. So I think through the three, we definitely keep our our horror influences, and then a lot of what's very heavily influenced writing wise by the work of Garth Ennis, who you know definitely has his love of violence and and like absurd deaths. Um, so you know I'm de- I'm definitely aping uh, Garth Ennis a lot. I think who is one of my favorite writers of all time.
0: Well, since you brought up Nightmare on Elm Street Three, you have to mm-hmm. include the line "Welcome to Prime Prime Time, bitch," on um, in one of your books. <laughs>
2: sure, <laughs> welcome to Prime Time, bitch. I'll save it for number four. You don't know what's coming <laughs> number
0: four yet, so I'll be a reality oh. TV um, one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, are we missing anything, or did we skip over anything that you want? You want to make sure we talk about?
2: Um, I don't think so. I th- I think we got everything. Um, I'm as happy as a lark that we we've done as well as we have. And so, uh, you know, thank you for everyone on this podcast that has donated. And, uh, <laughs> and then in general, if you happen to be listening and our donor or a pledger, I don't know what to call them. Um, uh, thank you so much. Uh, it's, it's been exciting and I, I'm going to keep doing them. The real downside though, is in a world with a, a day job and a child, uh, like my 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 writing for the projects that then have to be kickstarted is totally tank, tanked in this month. You know, mm. it's it's been all writing, copy, and making. You know, a billion Instagram posts and stuff like has taken up all my. Uh, so that's kind of a bummer. I need to figure out like a way to. I guess I need an intern Dave of my own. <laughs> well,
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> David, you you. I'm, always, any...
1: I'm always for hire. If you, uh, can we clone? <laughs> can
0: we clone you?
1: Yes. I'd rather clone you
2: than pay you.
1: <laughs> That's what they always say.
2: <laughs> as a late capitalist oligarch, I'd rather clone you than pay you. <laughs>
0: well, Jeff, thank you once again for joining us here um, on Nerdson the Crypto. Well, well thank
2: that. you for doing this. Y'all are sweet. You didn't have to. It could have just been. Hey, the file's broken. Uh, Sorry about that. And I wouldn't have held it against you in the slightest. So thank you for bringing me back on to talk about my book, Killer Bad. I know it's what's going to get us to the 10,000 mark. So I appreciate that. And um, yeah, uh, I couldn't be happier.
0: And for everybody, if for any you know well i guess i wouldn't say twist of figure that that usually is bad oh. but any uh good luck that we might run into and any curse I'm...
2: i've put on the campaign <laughs> no, no. or any
0: <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm talking about like if we have a good luck and actually am able to somehow um recover the other the the movie part of the oh yes review i will get that out Um, i'm secretly
2: i busted out my old i snuck into my sleeping daughter's room where my notebook was to get my notes just in case because i wasn't sure (laughs) if we were going to try to talk about this movie or not i'm like well at least i wrote something down but (laughs) i'm kind of happy we didn't
0: (laughs) yeah no no it's good so so that i can try to get this out asap rather than thank um, you trying to to edit uh two hours of of, uh
2: material gotcha good good good
0: no um i will um if for any reason, I'm able to get that back, I will go ahead and release that asap. Uh, sure. And Jeff, you're more than welcome to come back to talk about um, any movie or any new project that you might have coming out.
2: I will. I'll reach out. I think the sci-fi horror thing is going to be right up you alley, and we'll be able to find a ton of crappy movies that match its tone. <laughs>
0: oh, <excellent. laughs> so There'll be no shortage. <laughs> we've talked about we've talked about getting um, themed shows here, so. Hopefully yeah. in here in the in the near future we'll have like a craptober and um, what else did we say Greg? Um, uh, oh, we had we I mean kung fu horror. Yeah, just oh, kung uh, fu Yep. Yeah, yeah, remakes and stuff like that. Rebootathon. Like, rebootathon. And uh, I'm trying to remember. We had there was like there was like a whole list. Oh, uh, Lucha Libre. With. Oh yeah, Lucha Libre. Yeah, just like going through. Was just, there was so many of those different wrestling uh, horror movies that you kept showing me, and I was like,
2: yeah, this is a thing. It's a thing well, that has to happen, and <laughs> the project I can't talk about. There's a lot of body horror. I really I, nice. I revert to body horror a, a lot. I feel like in my comics writing, because uh, since it's a uh, you know a visual art, you get to ha- just create uncomfortable, scary scenes just with uh, you know a drawing, which I think is kind of hard to do. It's kind of hard to do horror in comic books I where the realize. reader controls the momentum and everything. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. But so you can get away with a lot just by creeping people out with like, with body horror.
0: Hey, David Cronenberg is one of my favorite um directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing. Yeah, yeah. Then I. Wow. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's a masterpiece for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That informs uh, the thing. Probably informs everything I write.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well once again, Jeff, thank you very much for, for taking the time and coming out here. Uh, well, thank not come saw. out here because you're not here with me, right? Yeah, but uh, sure. come on the on the podcast. I um, cannot
2: believe I have to fly back to New York now. Uh, after yeah. 45 minutes of podcasting. This <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, For a no, one was, uh, show. <laughs> we will keep everybody up to date, and I will put the um, the samples that you have on on the Kickstarter on the page. Oh, so please, yeah, download that.
2: whatever you want, please
0: and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can get that video on there on the website too, so people can, you know what? No, I'm going to link it. That way people can head out to the Kickstarter. To, Go yeah, right. To, right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Well, uh, I want to thank everybody for, for joining us and hanging in there. Um, luckily, my time has uh, cleared up here, uh, and I'll be able to do more of these on a more constant basis. And we have a, a lot of good stuff coming on for the SpoilerVerse. Uh, and just just hang in there. We're gonna be um, hopefully be able to get these out. Not even, not only more often, but uh, better, co- better quality.
1: What? Yeah, yeah, that's insane.
0: Impossible. Stay <laughs> <laughs> Um But we'll see you guys next time here on Nerd from the Crypt. Thank you, guys. are you a fan of things that go bump in the night chills up your spine paralyzed by fright thrilled by horror at the center of a chat then welcome to the nerds from the crypt podcast